0: It's car con carne. Let's eat.
1: Welcome to Car Con Carne. Here, uh, still in captivity, it's Quarantine Cone Carne. I'm James Van Alsel, and the show is lovingly presented tonight by Siren Records McHenry. Now, a quick programming note. Tomorrow night, it's a double header. I'm doing two podcast interviews in a row, starting at 7.45 on Tuesday, December 2nd, or Wednesday, December 2nd. Sandy King Carpenter, she's a writer, she's a director, she's a producer, she's an entrepreneur. We'll be talking about her comic book company, Storm King as well as the creative partnership she has with husband, John Carpenter, that John Carpenter, Halloween escape from New York, <laughs> the fog. Uh, and after that, I'll do another podcast wow. with Kurt Degroot. Groot. Uh, he is representing a locally based charity that finds local first responders doing really awesome things to help kids who are suffering from serious illnesses like cancer. Just an incredible cause. Uh, fire buddies is that charity that's tomorrow night, Sandy King Carpenter, fire buddies, Carcon carne. But right now, There are a lot of things you can say about my three guests tonight. The only thing I know for sure is that they are handsome naked. Gentlemen. How's it
2: going? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yes, we always we like to say handsome like we are and naked like we're not.
1: Yeah. Can you write out that
3: uh intro to us so we can use that? Uh that was
1: that was amazing. Let's copy and paste it. I'll email (laughs) it. Uh, Brad, Eric and Chucho, you are Handsome Naked. You are a comedic hip hop group based in Chicago, a celebrated and award winning, uh, critically acclaimed hip hop group. The last time we did this together, the last time we had quality time was five years ago. I was looking at my notes. The last time we did, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. I was on WGN at the time. And my guess is if I was on WGN, you probably came out in the middle of the night. I was gonna say I think it was Memorial Day
0: or I think yeah. it was it was like a Labor Day. It was like I think it was a Monday holiday. Yeah. And we were we were down at like six o'clock right after um uh, um oh my gosh, Rudy. What's it Sean Aston? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was on Be- the phone. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah.
3: So funny. I, 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 was, I I was I was just telling my mom we were doing this and I told her it was like about three years ago. Like, yeah, I can't believe it was five. Five. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, I never got to Lying the- to your mother. Yeah, but, you know. I never got credit for guest booking on WGN. Sean Astin. I I had a Hobbit on the air. No one ever gave me credit for that. That's amazing. For for a fill-in host. Come on. (laughs) Come on. Give the man his due. Give him his roses. I had a damn Hobbit on my show. Uh, (laughs) So, Handsome Naked, most recently, you put out a video. Uh, You guys are awesome with videos. You're you're funny as hell. Uh, you, You put a lot of thought and production into your video work. Comfort Food is the new one, and... The results of this, you're uh, driving driving funds, you're, you're fundraising for Lakeview Pantry, food drive. Um, this is something we're all aware of in 2020, the need mm-hmm. to help uh, Lakeview Pantry, fantastic local group. Explain how this works. Brad,
2: do you want to take it?
1: You, I feel like you uh, do yeah, the best sure. job making it concise. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. So essentially, this is something that we, uh, we had this video. And this is a song we've had for a while in the works, uh, and you should. I highly recommend going to watch the video. You can see all of us as puppets. Um, <laughs> But uh, it was something where normally uh, if we if we were doing our show, we were doing a weekly show at Lincoln Lodge or a a monthly show. uh, We would do something like a food drive where we could go to Lakeview Pantry and get a big bin from them and bring it out to our shows and ask people to bring uh, donations or bring goods. Um, And we can't do that right now, obviously, for for all the reasons. Um, So we're like, how do we do something digital? that we can hopefully raise a little bit of money for the good cause uh, and probably not raise any food, but we can get people to donate their money or their time and awareness um, You know, yeah. and, and awareness. Yeah, it's a huge one. We, we talked to Kat over at Lakeview Pantry. We went live with her on Instagram and just talking about the ways people can help that they don't realize um, even just like giving your time and like physically going to help them s- separate food or accept donations. Um, but yeah, so basically what we're doing is we're running it. We're calling it a digital comfort food drive um, and it's on our website you can go there um and essentially we're we're doing handsome naked.com uh we're donating all the streams from the music video and from the song uh the single whether it's on spotify or itunes uh we'll all go to lakeview pantry eventually and then we're also doing like a encouraging people to donate whether it's clicking the button on our website and it'll take you to their website and you can find the donation or if you go on our facebook page you'll see on the video you can click that little facebook has the little donate button yep um yeah. And on
2: their website, they also have a list of accepted donation acceptance mm-hmm. areas. So you can go and if you have actual food items laying around that fit the bill for, for donation to a food pantry, there's all kinds of places all over town where you can drop stuff off. So we're just trying to raise awareness. And the song's called Comfort Food. So we figured around Thanksgiving, what better thing to do than try to get everyone, uh, help everyone have get their hands on a little comfort food, especially because of the holiday season this year is mm-hmm. coming with all kinds of strings attached. Yeah. To say the very least uh so we just wanted to help out best we could yeah.
1: uh brad mentioned puppets the, the video is a must see i was gonna pull out <laughs> screenshots of the video no need because brad and eric brought a...
0: <laughs> this is my real self if i have to be fully honest
1: and and this is me
0: <laughs> chucho is the realist right now can you guys yeah. still
1: hear
2: me do i still sound okay you, oh, you sound perfect. amazing
0: <laughs> uh what's really funny though is uh Uh, I don't think either of these guys knew. I did years and years of puppet performance through my church growing up. Uh, We did what was called (laughs) puppet ministry and uh, not a bit. I had several puppets, went to different puppet camps and (laughs) puppets. festivals and uh so when we shot this video we talked about it and i was kind of like hold on on.
3: pause because we we talked about getting puppets for almost two
2: years and he never mentioned this Mm -hmm. he did he he played it so cool until like the moment we had the puppets and then we started shooting and he goes guys i'm i can work the puppet i'm pretty good at it we were like (laughs) okay brad and then he just like busts out all these like really because it's a rap verse so it's like normal puppeteering (laughs) you're just saying a sentence and it's but a rap song's like (laughs) and brad nailed it we were so surprised and i really really
0: enjoyed my my favorite moment of the whole shoot was (laughs) i was puppeteering somebody and in between takes i would just react as the (laughs) puppet so i'd be like are we good
2: yeah i was shooting the video cool. because we're we're a pretty small operation we usually shoot our own videos with each other as the mm-hmm. crew uh so i was buying the camera on this one and i was i was just trying to frame things up and give directions to brad and he was responding as the puppet between takes and it was just so
0: like little things like you have to, you're supposed me. to stare at the camera so you can get a good focus on your eyes so i would just good. intently okay. stare at the camera as the puppet goes, good <laughs> okay good. good and then just like just those little movements of like he had him fall off he had and- your
2: puppet fall off a ledge once which just destroyed me it was pretty funny uh, <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good time shooting this it video. was a
0: fun hidden talent that i really never thought would come in handy and then to be able to whip it out just in front of two people who like because oh, i was like it's not like i'm showing anyone this puppet thing it was just eric and chucho and i
1: and it's not the last time brad will whip it out in front of two people let it's me not, tell you not. oh i know that uh, what people who are listening to the podcast after the fact missed is Brad speaking yeah. through his puppet effigy, Eric also doing the same, but Brad really, I mean, he, he brought his puppet a game. Brad oh, is thanks. a much better puppeteer than I am. It just took
0: years and years of
1: practice. Mm-hmm. And just the, the idea of you in the church group learning puppetry just sounds so <laughs> delightfully wholesome. Like what, what were the 1950s <laughs> like? <laughs> in rural wisconsin
2: yeah
1: oh my god
2: it is that's a wholesome image isn't it you picture like a young brad with his like hair all swept to the side and parted and he's got his little puppet on his hand it's pretty adorable
1: oh uh, we, we're doing I... a puppet show before the rummage sale you should come out it'll, it'll okay, be great we'll get a soda after it is yeah <laughs> it says me i'm the guy drinking root beer on this podcast so <laughs> yeah. you're allowed uh, diet diet root beer i uh, actually well here's the fucked up thing it's zero sugar now it's not even diet a and w they went zero i, I wonder okay. if there's, there's probably some market research out there that says but it diet can't is, is it is good uh, it's creamy and delightful, Brad. Wow. I love diet soda. Can I tell you? I'm so I'm, I'm a big I diet
0: soda it. guy, too. So no. I just, and I love root beer. So I was diet, like, involved.
2: Diet All Orange Sunkist? Die. Guys, Diet Orange Sunkist is, <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> I this mean, is, how good is I'm that? I'm
0: also, from? I like a Sprite Zero or a Diet Seven Ooh, Up. And that's like, people God. say that that's
1: like not even soda. No, oh, it totally is. My fantasy when I make my first million, there there are a few <laughs> things I want to do. I love that. I want to get a skee ball table. Uh, Rational, you can make that real, but (laughs) but an actual like arcade sized skee ball table. Mm -hmm. But if you get that, you have to get the ticket redemption counter. (laughs) You know what, James? (laughs) If we make our first million, we'll
2: buy you a skee ball table. How does that sound? Uh, Does the million
0: does the million include the price of hiring one employee to man the
1: ticket counter
2: (laughs) for up to a year? Yeah.
1: The other thing I would buy with that. And this kind of plays off with what Brad was saying. I want one of those Coca-Cola freestyle machines. They kind of have it like the AMC theaters where you can do like a raspberry Sprite zero or a diet vanilla Barks root beer.
0: Oh, I am doing a grape Sprite all the time at those. Ooh. I'm like, excuse me, grape Sprite. Yes, please. Why haven't I ever tried that? That's extra delicious. ice. Mm. My rasp- go-to, my go-to
3: is a pinch of raspberry in my Dr. Pepper. I, I get that. Cause I like the
2: raspberry Ooh. Coke zero. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Not Gosh, a big what, rans- have you, tried the, have you tried the mango coca-cola it blew my mind it was so weird i mean i don't know if i didn't like it but it wasn't
1: it was a little unsettling i had the ginger diet coke which wasn't right i like ginger it didn't feel it right yeah <laughs> they, I they went so, uh, it's like I
2: putting mint in your was. coffee it just is wrong yeah. Continue.
3: uh when when i was on tour uh i, I went to the coke factory and I, I, I don't remember what city it was in and they had they're cokes from all over the world, separated by like, probably Atlanta. And stuff and it, so I think Atlanta? it was Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was fascinating to taste some of their different sodas from other regions. Like it was stuff that we would think tasted gross, but they probably think what we drink uh, is just as gross.
1: It's I a safe bet have, that whatever we Americans indulge in is probably yeah, repellent to the rest fair. of the world.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yep. We and we deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> we do so let's let's do a little history lesson handsome great naked, the mm-hmm. tree is. uh yes. seven albums in you know i think the secret to doing what you do and being effective and successful at it is the music sounds legit it is legit i mean if i if someone wasn't paying attention or paying close attention to what you're singing or rapping about they think oh that's just that's cool music but then mm-hmm. the second they hear it, it's like oh i get what they're doing i i like that i mean it, it's legitimately a music group that just happens to be funny as hell. Thank so, you.
3: That, that took so much. Like we talked so much when we first got started on how we didn't want to be a comedy group doing music. We wanted to do our best to make
2: that exact uh, where, the, where the song is yeah. leading to a punchline that's essentially a blackout or a punchline yeah. you're going to repeat over and over for comic mm-hmm. effect. And, and all you know, of the music legitimacy comes from Brad. We should 100%. 100%.
3: Uh, <laughs> he
2: is the prof- he's the professional uh, producer who now runs a studio. He has for a long time, but now he runs a fully blown professional studio out mm-hmm. of his own home. And he is the only reason why Handsome Naked has hit the threshold that we're at today. Uh, yeah. Because again, like you said, if, if we didn't have the legitimacy of the sound of the music, the satire being cloaked in what sounds like a song you might just be listening to on the radio, that whole element is lost. And that's something we all decided was really fun about it.
0: Yeah. It was always really fun to, I mean, it's early on, I was the one just being like, I don't, I don't know anything about comedy. I don't like, especially at the time I, I wasn't te- I had been teaching for such a short amount of time and been working in comedy for a short amount of time. So it was like, you guys do the comedy thing. I'm going to focus on being doing a producer thing because I know so little about being a producer already. I'm still learning that. Like I got to focus on that. And so even like, I would say to people at the beginning, I was like, I don't really care if it's funny. I care that it sounds good. Like they care if it's funny, like they'll make sure that part's good. I'll make sure we sound legitimate. And like, you can put it on the radio. And my goal is always that you could put it on a party seamlessly between whatever Jay Biebs and uh, (laughs) Tyler, the creator song is on is that what kids listen to? Okay. Yeah. So uh yeah, the yeah, music.
1: <laughs> so t- yeah, take, but a- take me back, take me back to the days when you, you were kind of putting this together. You were um Chucho, cool. you and Eric were yeah, it was kind of a, it was kind of a fascinating, uh, to me at least, uh, beginning
3: because like Eric and I were, we were just comedians. He was more of a stand up. I was more of an improviser, but we had some projects we did together and we really kind of, uh, clicked comedy wise for some reason, cause we're very different. Uh, and so for a sketch show that him and I were putting together, it was just going to be a two person sketch show. Um, I think he had pitched a, a rap song that we were going to do. So he had worked with Brad at, um, at a theater that I don't think exists anymore. And, uh, So he's like, yeah, I know this guy that I think can make some beats. And I was like, oh, okay. So he just kind of brought this dude in and he made some beats for us. And then like, we enjoyed that so much more than the sketch process that we just dropped all the sketch stuff and just focused on music. And in our first six months, we did two EPs and an album. Is that right? In six
2: months? Yeah. Yeah.
0: We, as we started in the fall. Uh, well, we were starting the summer on one song and then that fall in the time we were waiting for it to come out, we were like, let's make an EP. And then we made yeah. two EPs and then finished Cause then I was going on, I was working for second city and doing one of the cruise ships and I was leaving in April and we finished our, our last, EP, our second EP came out December 12th. I just, cause it just popped up in our, like mm-hmm. or popped up recently in my history. Yeah. Um, or, yeah we must have announced it okay yeah that was yeah. um and so we were like all right we have three months until i leave for the ship so you want to do an album <laughs> and then we yeah, like yeah. put together an album with like and of then different people. yeah and then, so, then what was it was
1: was the first song sandwich song No. this back in, that was kinda,
2: yeah that was interesting interesting yeah. so the first song was a music video uh, collaborate so we at that point in our career as a group we didn't make our own music videos so we had basically shopped out the music video portion uh, of, of our very first song which is called the hashtag song
3: which, which is not not technically
0: ha- is not a handsome naked yeah. song right
3: because Eric didn't know that I like I, I had a poetry background so he wrote my verse
2: for that song yeah that was before we had so so, so we worked and on that for a very long time <laughs> I it was not good yet. Well, the the music video is well produced, but it's not yeah, well. Music video sick. Anyway, yeah. point being, it worked out. All right, but there was a lot of hurdles with getting a visual associated with our music so we at that point where brad was leaving to go on a cruise ship for second city Chucho and i were like well the music for our second album is done what can we be doing without him and the answer was i decided to pick up a camera and we decided to start making music videos so the next music video that we made which was a part of that second album was called serious song a very t- tongue in cheek for a comedy rap group to make a song called serious song. We weren't quite very far along on our, uh, on our writing process. It, it, it holds up, but it's, it's, it's silly. Um, yeah. And so that was the first attempt. And that was my first music video that I ever made. Uh, and then since then, I think you said something like, yeah, uh, a 41, four. I think. But yeah,
0: I will say that, that you're not wrong saying that. I think sandwich song was the first song we made as a group mm-hmm. because Eric said I want to do a song about sandwiches that's like Tyler the creator's Yonkers which is like that real hard grimy beat and I was like okay and I was going (laughs) to visit my like five in-laws in Canada and I made that beat when I was in Canada because I remember (laughs) sitting at the table I made it at (laughs) and like then send it back and so that was one of the first songs we ever made was I think the first song aside like as a group as handsome naked as a group it was a sandwich song but then yeah we didn't we did those two albums or two EPs and an album until we made another music video and now we're working on on our sixth sandwich song.
1: Yeah. Uh, right. Six and, and seventh. Yeah. Sixth and seventh. Yeah. I, I think after the fifth version, the most recent version mm-hmm. is the um, one that one, was on doors. Yeah. One of you describes uh, your sound as the rap version of Jim Gaffigan.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. We do a yeah, lot of songs about food. A yeah.
1: lot. A lot. A lot.
2: Yeah. We um, got a lot of stuff about candy and food and yeah. cookies and, and uh, pies and.
3: We've been together, I think, about eight years. We have seven albums, and I would guess we probably have fifteen to twenty songs that are food related. Yeah,
1: I, I get it though. I think that's that's part of the aging process. I think when you're in your late teens, early twenties, you talk about sexual stuff, and then <laughs> once you get older and you know, start start paying your own rent and mortgage, it's like, oh my god, you wouldn't believe the sandwich I had the other day. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> fucking <laughs> glorious! They put jardinera and mortadella on it. I, mean, I, do. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> But the uh, the obsession that all three of us have with
3: sandwich, like Eric's next tattoo is going to be it's a gonna
2: sandwich. be a sandwich. I I I love sandwiches. Yeah. Unreal, they're my favorite type of food. I love them, but also such an astute observation. It's like <laughs> we as a group, we I think we all met and became comedians together at a time where we were just past the like juvenile fart sex type of humor. Even- which all of us still find very funny, but of our course, professional, of course. our professional as- product doesn't really include it. As the old man, I was well
3: past
0: it and glad that we weren't reverting back to that.
3: Chicho
2: seventy-five. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, because there were a lot of moments of that where like especially being a rap group people yeah. would hear like rap group oh this is going to be dirty it's going to be inappropriate yeah. especially when we did we did like Bible Belt touring if you fast yeah. forward in our timeline and then obviously eventually like going on NBC it was like hey this has to be like squeaky clean you guys are called handsome naked you're probably yeah. dirty you're pro- You're a rap group you're probably sure. inappropriate so we probably were like,
2: survive on being raunchy yeah
0: we were like-, like we can like even from the get like from the first EP it was like hey I like I didn't put a swear word on our albums until like, well, into the first, like, the two EPs have no so I like edited them all out. Mm-hmm. All of Chicago style, I don't think most of it it's doesn't our first have album swear title. words on it. Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, our first album, Chicago style. I edit most of the swear words out because I was too, I was like, people aren't going to like that. Like, they already don't yeah. like that we're a rap group and we're trying right. to be funny. Like, and so, yeah, it's just, it's funny.
1: As an important tangent, since we were on the topic of sandwiches and Eric has such a passion, oh. uh, mm-hmm. what's your favorite sandwich in Chicago? Is it something like a Ricka Benny's Breaded Steak? Is it something oh. like, Oh my god you na- okay first of all Rick Benny's is definitely
2: on my list the rickabennies bread breaded steak okay with okay i really like it obviously with cheese but oh yeah if you go without cheese it reheats a million times better because it doesn't make the bread soggy
1: but wait that suggests that there's some left
2: over well, yeah is that a, weird uh, that's a good yeah. point i yeah. usually get two so i get one with cheese for in the restaurant and <laughs> one without to go all right so my favorite sandwich in chicago good question have you been to snarfs no oh no. where's that snarfs okay uh let's see if it's still open it was it was down on uh Climor. isn't that the
1: character from too many cooks
2: yes yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes it is okay Snurfs. i'm gonna check it out and see where it's we're gonna plug snarfs right now uh snarfs. which we had a concept for a too many
3: Cooks song uh that oh. just uh,
0: and a fully fleshed out beat that yeah, went just, through too many styles. Yep. It's coming back. Too many hooks is coming back. If you're listening live,
2: do not yes. steal the idea for too many hooks because it's too a great Too and many yeah. hooks. It's on it's on Grant. Oh no, that's not that's not it. Anyway, I'll find it later. Shout out Snarfs. Delicious. Best sandwich uh, that
1: I've had in Chicago. I've got to think of the name of the place. There's an Italian deli on Harlem Avenue. It's Ooh. over like it's maybe about a mile South of Harlem Irving, and it's just a hole in the wall Italian deli, and they've got like Mm -hmm. a special. It used to be like an off the menu sandwich. It's like a super spicy. This is like a mortadella Mm -hmm. house made Mm -hmm. giardinera. One of the best sandwiches I've had in years. So you like an Italian sandwich?
0: I was gonna say there. Oh, there was a, a place. There was a place across when I went to Columbia down in the South Loop. There was a place across the street from one of the music buildings at like Eleventh and Roosevelt, that was like an Italian place that had these like prosciutto and like big slices mm. of uh, fresh mozzarella and pesto, and I was like. What is that? Yeah, there was this uh there's this um Jewish deli
3: um I think it was kosher even up in Andersonville that I uh I can't remember the name of it but is I it, used to love going there. It was there, on the corner
2: of There's Clark and there's, else. Ba- there's bagel which is really good. There's also Manny's which is amazing. That's obviously Classic. really good. Yeah. And then um the other one is Jersey Mike's. Yeah, that's the other.
1: One. <laughs> that's it. <laughs>
2: Okay, don't front because I still fuck with a Subway sandwich every now and again. I'm just being honest. Subway's trash. Oh, I still go with it unless,
3: unless they're going to sponsor us then I But love. okay
2: but but for real for real remember Chucho Chucho and Brad have both been to this place I think we may have even tried to shoot a music video there once on Fullerton yeah. right by my yeah. old house it's called Branko's oh Branko's. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh it's, Branko's oh mm-hmm. I mean it's a DePaul staple but also yeah, yeah. I mean the, the woman who owns the company and so who, cool. and she's always in the kitchen she's I mean it's a Polish place she's a gem absolutely Wheatheart, who takes care of every single person who walks in the door. And I always plug that place. Amazing. The, sam- the best corned beef sandwich I've had.
3: The last time we were there, I, uh, we were talking, uh, we were the only ones in the store and I said, Hey, we need to go somewhere and get some coffee. I want some coffee. And she's like, no, no, no just yeah. wait here. I'm going to brew some coffee for you for my personal stash. No At charge. Home. I'll just give it to yeah, you on your way out. Back, yeah. And, uh, and another time I've been there, um, and uh, I saw a college kid come in and say he didn't have the money to pay for it. Oh, yeah, and I was said, with you that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she just gave him the sandwich and said, I, pay me next time you're in here. I trust you. It's a great, She's awesome. a, it's a great company.
2: Great business. Brankos. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right. Back to Handsome Naked. which is
1: <laughs> No, no, we don't need to get back to that. Let's talk more about sandwiches. <laughs> I could. I, I yeah. really could. Uh, again, the new video, the new song is Comfort Food. Wives and pets are included in the video. Uh, the, the puppet video when you said to what <laughs> wives or significant others here's what we're doing uh we'd like you to be in the video too were there eye rolls were there heavy sighs of exhaustion or was there just are, are they beaten into complacency with the shit you guys do <laughs>
2: <laughs> my, my wife wa- so i'll speak on this one first just because my wife and i just moved all of our belongings from our old place to a new place and there was a moment where we had to go through like a section of like basically just costume thing like adult costume goods and w- wigs that had been characters i'd played and costumes we'd dressed up as for par- like we had so much of it we were both like wow this is a little ridiculous so in the wake of that, when I was like, hey, will you be in this music video with my puppet? She didn't. My wife, Mackenzie, didn't even blink an eye. She was like, sure. Just let me know. Put it in our calendar. Let me know when you want to do it, which surprised me quite a bit because they're both so supportive of us. That's there. Yeah. Brad, I don't know yeah, how it was for my, you. Red.
0: Yeah. Lauren, my wife, Lauren, was kind of exactly the same way where I was like, OK, OK, uh, um, I'll clean the house and I'll like make sure we're set and they'll do this. And then like we went up rescheduling the first time. And I was like, um, okay, is it okay if we reschedule?" and she was like, Yeah, I don't sure, whatever. Like, whenever you want to do it, it's great for me. Like it, it whatever sounds good. And then it was like we did it in like 30 minutes or like four. It was super quick and like she was great. Like both of our poor wives have really been Yeah, I was gonna say, and something we like when we shot our pilot, it was the same way where there's something really fun about getting to work with your actual wife or like actual spouse in in whether it's like as a person but as a puppet was obviously bizarre um, yeah. but like working with your actual spouse I don't know it was just it felt more natural and more fun yep. and more like the moments were like we're, we're taking back and forth to each other we're throwing popcorn at each other it was just like just be Eric was like just be natural like you don't need to do anything special like just right. have fun and be yourselves and it'll, it'll come across fun in the camera and,
2: and me and my like my like filmmaking inspirations i love using real people i mean it's a real fine line because a lot of real people as soon as they're acting have a lot of trouble but because we've all been so close for so many years using that tool for our specific group is a really really fun tool because we get amazing performances like our wives were both incredible in the pilot we shot they're both really funny in the music video they're like they've seen it all and like we're all so comfortable together me as a director it's like such a fun environment to direct for example brad and lauren together because you know directing two actors who've never met each other through a scene where there's like a kiss or something is is one thing and it's very doable especially if both are professionals but like when there's a you know a married couple, you don't even have to coach them into a kiss. The kiss just happened. You know what I mean? That's right. just what happened because that's what would happen at that moment in the scene. It's such a fun uh, challenge for a director directing improv. And I think it's, it's a tool
1: we use all the time in case someone is watching live on Facebook and they're just joining Brad. Can we see the puppet again?
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you're just baby Brad, <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry. One second. Okay. If you're just joining us, we're talking about our new music video. It's called Comfort Food. It's available now on YouTube and on our Facebook page. But the real thing you should know about is the digital food drive we are holding on our website. Website. Eric, you want to tell them?
2: It's on our website. Um, You can also find it on our Instagram. Uh, You can follow us at at Handsome Naked. We are also on Facebook at Handsome Naked. We're mm-hmm. at handsome naked anywhere that there is a social media platform except for LinkedIn. Yeah. I don't think we have a LinkedIn.
0: Do not. Shouldn't. <laughs> don't really need a job through I mean, we
1: we've thought about it. LinkedIn has a feature which I think is cool, interesting. It's the see who viewed your profile. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can you imagine if that functionality existed on other? If it existed on Facebook,
0: oh man! We if it can... was on, it's sort of on our YouTube. You know, how on YouTube, you can go in your analytics and you can look at uh, search terms and you yes. can see why what people searched. Most, I, I would say most of ours are now handsome naked. Fortunately, but then the second and third are like nude videos. And yeah. <laughs> naked men videos.
2: <laughs> we fought the uphill battle on that type of stuff for sure. Oh, yeah. from,
0: but but I will say years. this, we're proud to say the first page and a half, or maybe two, of Google are now Us. articles and websites about yours truly and yeah, not they, gross child Asian. Porn. It used to
2: be like yes. our webpage and then maybe one or two things, then just porn. So oh, much so, of so it.
0: much. And, and like weird inappropriate.
2: Yeah, all yeah. the yeah. porn. So we're proud of that. That's been and fun. We're yeah, cleaning up search engines. Work. Every time we add a, every time we add an O to that Google, where you don't have yeah. to see porn. We're really proud of that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well done. I, thinking about some of your albums and releases, I, I think of the Chicago comedy community as fairly tight knit. Everyone kind of knows each other. Uh, Chris Red is a presence mm-hmm. on your releases, uh, dating all the way back to 2014. Mm-hmm. I, what do you think of his ascending? him. oh trash uh no. <laughs> chucho and chris, chucho and chris go way way back in there uh, we, we went so to high I'll school talk about oh, that wow, yeah okay
3: mm-hmm. uh yeah it was um it's been amazing because like when when I first came to Chicago to start classes at Second City, I uh, hadn't seen Chris since high school, and we just ran into each other in the building, and we just started working together from, from that day on. We were, we were 12 hours a day in that building writing and then doing as many shows as we could that night, six, seven days a week for three or four years. Shout out the freshman. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that was our, the name of their um, comedy group at the time. Yeah. We were at um, Jokes and Notes down on the south side, 47th. And Shout King. out Mary. Yeah, shout out Miss Mary Lindsay. Uh, thank you for everything you have done for me. Um, Absolutely. And uh, yeah, so like I, I have a lot of friends who have become writers on shows or have become, you know, in, in movies and, and things like that. But like, it's different with Chris. Like that's that's like my first writing partner in comedy. Like it's been amazing just to see his hard work pay off. Um, like, yeah, it's it's been incredible.
2: Which jumping in, Sort of to be like a fly on the wall for like, there. I mean, like I I met Chris in a, a similar way, like in the second city building, I hadn't just met Chucho and I kind of met Chris around the same time I met Chucho. So I don't go nearly as far back with him, but also knowing how well they knew each other and how closely they were for so many years and then cut forward to like our second time we're in L.A. for NBC's Spring the Funny. And we're we're there for choo How long. We're there for two weeks to shoot maybe, yeah. you know, one hour of material, which <laughs> yeah. was, it was the best. But we got to go and re- wow. we got to it was the best out, for you. We got to go and record music with Chris at the studio. Mm-hmm. We have a couple unreleased things with him. We're not sure what's gonna happen with it, but it was cool to like go from I'm sure where you guys were like writing in the lobby of second city. So like we're at gold digger studio in LA and we're like, yeah. up till four in the morning recording scratches with Chris. And it was just, I mean, it was, it was a really cool full circle moment. We don't really live there. We were just kind of pitchers who got called up to the major leagues for the day, but <laughs> yeah. it felt really cool to be involved with, with all of that for sure. I, I
1: think in Chicago, we get proprietary when one of our citizens ascends to SNL like there there's there's some civic pride and I, I feel like they're leaning on Chris Moore or he's finding his way into more yeah. stuff on SNL uh, and it's awesome because mm-hmm. when I see him I'm like never met the dude but I'm like he's from Chicago and he kicks ass yeah. and that rules yeah there's that civic like swollen chest feeling
3: when yeah, in the same
1: to. in the same way, we always talk about when we were on Bring the
3: Funny, um, how upsetting it was that there wasn't more Chicago uh, representation there. So it goes there's both so ways many because, like, guys. there's there's really no comparison. Like, if I'll take an average Chicago comedian over a great New York one any day. Uh, I, mean, I mean, so I what
2: what is it about Chicago then? The so, the work. I mean until recent until recently the absolute unbridled abundance of, of availability of stage time and space it was, it's flooring. I mean, in New York's the same way, right? But it's prohibitive in other ways, right? Because mm-hmm. if you don't live in the right neighborhood, it's going to take you all night to get to the first mic. And yeah. in Chicago, you can get to five. I mean, I used to do this. Yeah. I used to go to four or five. If you were like killing it on a Monday night, you could get to five mics. If you were like mm-hmm. unreal and you had already had a little status, you could get to six or seven because people yeah. bump you. I mean, unparalleled stage time in mm-hmm. Chicago. Uh, I think that cuts people's teeth into and, sharper. And I think headaches. it has...
0: I was just, yeah, I was going to say, I think there's the the range of them, too. Like, you're doing an attic show and you're doing a bar show where a lot of times those audiences don't really give a shit who you are. They're going to, like, give you their honest feedback because like, it's 12 people in a room. Like, if you're your bad, your they're, they're, they're just going to be like, this is bad. Like, you got to. Yeah. No and one has, has glamour.
3: Yeah, that's that. That's the thing that that is is so important. Is you go to New York and people get egos. You go to LA and everyone's just waiting for the famous person because every mic has at least one famous person show up. But Chicago, it's like no, we're all hustling together.
2: Like you get we, bumped for a cable TV credit every single time on the coast. And yep. Chicago, you only get bumped for the scenesters. And you know, at a certain point, you start to sort of get enveloped in it. And the if you just accept this, well, at least the way it was, I don't know what's going to happen next, but the way it was, it really provided a, uh, like I said, a sharp, a sharpening tool that was like mm-hmm. you couldn't compare to either coast. In my it was,
0: opinion. it was something that, like, <clears throat> being someone who was a musician and knew very little about comedy, and then especially the stand up scene and the, and the open mic scene that Eric knew so much about in the last like year and a half, especially the last year before. The quarantine, doing bring the funny, and then we really hit like the stand up rotation, a lot of stand up showcases, yeah, a lot. To the point where we were like, do it because we we sort of pivoted all of our music to be this sort of piano based. Like I was playing a lot more piano live, which obviously, if you know our stuff, it's all it's all beat based. It's all really big production hip-hop stuff so we are like we sort of transitioned it all to be piano based stuff because one like I, I can play piano and people often like seeing somebody play an instrument over yeah. playing a track uh and two with the space i was able to give as a music director because that was my job we were able to down. hear all their words and hear mm-hmm. all the lyrics and hear all the jokes now
2: and make pause yeah. like function and yeah. like program in pauses where they needed to be or add sketches because what we do is what we do best is is milk moments and stuff yeah and the, and yeah they're so
3: milk, instead of a rushed yeah eric and i were able to breathe and actually make the jokes work in that space for sure
0: so that was one of my favorite sort of like i guess like a side uh a side result of doing all those shows and stuff was like getting to see that like Chicago community of like open mics and these small, cool shows at this bar, at this bar, at this stage or wherever, right before they all closed. Unfortunately, and You see like
2: the that. same 60 people. every Yeah. It was whole it's place, so man. cool. I'm and nostalgia. like you're saying, so
0: tight knit and yeah, so yeah. fun to see like, Oh wow. I just saw this dude do the same set. He did three times now but it's su- it's super tight now and like i can yeah, see the right. jokes working now i was like it's just it was
2: very the, cool the talent yeah the talent in chicago i mean i don't know what's going to happen Crazy. next
1: like we keep saying but it was just unparalleled well and you said something interesting eric uh, how much easier it is to cut your teeth or it has been to cut your teeth in the scene you're from what i'm hearing it sounds like you're kind of in charge of your own momentum
2: like, absolutely if you want to hit the ground running and like really pound the pavement, which is like, again, I, you know, when I first moved to Chicago, that's kind of around the time mean, it was a couple months before I met Chucho, but shortly after, I was in that mode of like, you know, I'm going to go to as literally as many stages a a night as i can and there's positives and negatives to that but like you do meet the whole community and you really find other people who are making like-minded projects and whether you keep doing your own thing or you do what we did and you partner up with other people and you make the thing that doesn't exist that you want to exist it's just it's it's such a more i think the entry level of chicago comedy is can't be beaten
1: I like hearing these stories because obviously my background is more Chicago music scene stuff, Mm -hmm. but the Chicago music scene has always had that reputation of being a woodshedder's town. I mean, these are people who are serious about perfecting what they do, finding every Mm -hmm. way possible to do it. And it sounds like that is true in the other creative communities as well. And so, yeah, that sounds very Chicago to me. Mm-hmm. totally
2: everyone's working hard no one has tv credits you know no one's made it yet uh, some people have but the people that have made it get celebrated by the community in a way you know the cream rises to the top even though it's just like high school in many other ways there's still mm-hmm. there's still very much a feeling of like oh this is a launch pad and it's very exciting
3: yeah i uh correct me uh, if you if you disagree with this eric but like i feel like the difference between chicago and new york w- w- with the rise is that in chicago people are competing but they're all kind of at the same level but once somebody like chris jumps up no one's hating on him everyone's celebrating him they claim him.
2: they claim him right they, yeah, they claim right, exactly. him but in right. new
3: york they're like i'm better than that dude i'm funnier he's, yeah. he's from oklahoma
2: yeah yeah right? exactly yeah exactly yeah yeah for sure that's that's totally how it is for sure
1: so how has this year been i mean obviously it's been a, a nasty year for everybody <laughs> but as far as handsome naked goes i mean <laughs> we, we we uh
2: we we basically had to cancel and we had a national tour booked uh, in, in the in, week
3: of, in March and
2: April of our second appearance on on Bring the Funny, and we were able to you know parlay that into a really nice national tour headlining including several, Alaska. headlining several comedy festivals and doing a bunch of other fun shows. And we had to cancel just every last show, except for yeah. Iowa. We got to go to yeah. Iowa, uh, <laughs> which was great. <laughs> that was right before everything. Yeah. But anyway, that was first week of March. I think Yeah, that, that was tough because here, here we are a comedy group. We finally had a little money and now it's all gone. And we're sitting on a mountain of airline miles with nowhere to go. Um, <laughs> that are going to expire and in and March. <laughs> yeah. Barely. And we had, we, we, had, we finally had some money and now we got none again. So it's like, you know, we're, we're figuring out how to live online, only online again, we had a special we were going to shoot. Uh, we had it all like like you know, scheduled on the calendar, and our tour was going to culminate in our, our 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 special being shot. Which it just it was all very disappointing. But you know what mm-hmm. can you do as a comedy group? You just kind of yeah. What think I,
3: I think like, Eric really um, took charge in getting us to not kind of just sit back and just be like oh well can't do anything and he's like no man we need this we need to be able to get you know me a microphone so and you know a uh, green screen and cameras so we can you know shoot music videos remotely now and and he was really pushing us to be able to um to keep working and that's uh, allowed us to put out three music three, videos. I was going to
0: say we've still put out three music yeah, videos three. yeah
2: and the three quality and, music video products that we and feel
3: and good we, about. we shot about 13 with an album
2: yeah, 13 pod,
3: um, thirteen video podcasts, and uh, we're about halfway done with our next album.
2: Which, this is a good time to ask, but uh, hey, James, yes. would you ever want to be a guest on our podcast? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you
1: might want to watch an episode first to see if you want to subject yourself. Yeah. <laughs> hey, here's what I like about you guys. I mean, Eric said, I mean, all the money's tapped out this year. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's no touring. It brings me back to what we talked about at the beginning of this interview, that you're doing this Food drive, your donation drive for Lakeview Pantry. You're using your platform to tell people who are arguably needed a lot more than you guys, and I think that's really cool. And I think that that is something that I, I've seen so much of this happen this year, and it's inspired to see creatives step out and do things like this. You have this platform, yeah. you have these microphones, you have an audience. And it's what's
3: crazy to me is like the, the, the selflessness of of artists because we are already so underpaid and underappreciated. Like everybody right now is turning to artists and we're not making any money yet. So many are still trying to use their platforms to uh, do these sorts of things. But
2: the difference is that artists, especially in a city like Chicago, especially like us, we've existed on a shoestring since the beginning of our group. We'll be fine. Well, you know what I mean? It's not like we were eating rich anyway. You know, know, it's like, it's like, we'll, we'll continue. That's what that's the that's what I think is the coolest part about, especially comedy. Even though I don't love Zoom comedy shows, I think the energy of everyone trying to figure out how to write desk pieces or do whatever they want to do, make their own content from home, become green screen comedian, whatever. It's like it's kind of depressing because the, the 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 forms that we came to know and love are struggling right now. But or gone. It, it's the orgon or but the most creative people who are used to the weirdest situations are still on the task. It's just taking a little time to to adjust.
1: Yeah, it's a theme I keep coming back to uh, on the podcast this year is people finding new ways to do old things, innovating around the pandemic. And it's been pretty cool to see creative people Mm -hmm. find creative solutions. Or, or, You know, not all of it's going to work in the world of music. Maybe uh, we're a few drive-in shows into it. Maybe that wasn't the right solution. I don't know. But in the moment, it made a lot of sense. And it was a great creative Way around this. Absolutely. So I love seeing that stuff. Okay. The website, the handsome naked website is handsomenaked.com. Beautiful. And if you search handsome naked, fear not, <laughs> at least for a page or so. <laughs> and yeah, we unless got, you're we like got a, at least a, one yeah. o, oh. unless you're at least
0: furious, oh. if you're like a furious Googler who's going several pages deep, then you're gonna obviously get what you're looking for. It's but if you search seems- handsome naked on you on Google. We're a good page and a half. worth.
2: it's yeah, for I, so, it is for some reason inex- inexplicably a lot of Korean themed stuff when it gets to porn. I i yeah. again, you
1: you if you want to prove it, go look it. I don't know why. Right, are first- we talking? Eric, are we talking like twink porn? What are we talking about? It's just it's, it's children in, porn. Sometimes of,
2: no, it's I don't clear. know about that. It but might it be is, gone now. It is often in yeah. like the, the 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 script is often in Korean. I'm not sure why. So for some what reason, I, yeah. What I recommend. What
0: I recommend people doing is if you go into search handsome naked, just add comedy.
3: No, no. Nah. There. Well, what what i like to think of is that most of our fans online are probably just people who were searching to uh, for handsome naked men and just came across us and mm-hmm. were mad at first but then they just
2: started listening like no, oh, oh, this isn't bad you if know you google handsome naked without yeah. comedy in it you're good for two o's i'm checking yeah, right now you're good
0: but yeah you're, good for Ch- chuchos, you're not wrong chucho that i would there's five to eight percent of our youtube views come uh-huh. from the searches like yeah. nude videos and uh-huh. you're so right that it's a it's a dude who is like just getting going and he, right like, and then it just was like, it's oh, like well
3: wait. i'm gonna still watch the video i want to but i'll keep this song on but i'm background. gonna keep this heat
0: check song on it's not bad i'm gonna leave it on but in the gotta,
2: background but you gotta get three o's into that long google to get to orange. oh so that's you know. pretty
0: good because like we're saying at the very beginning. Our second EP was called Google Us because you could not Google us.
2: Yeah. It mm-hmm. was not
1: advisable. So you're kind of a serendipitous delight. Yeah. <laughs> people who are we,
0: we really think of ourselves as um as a <laughs> right philanthropical now. uh adventure really trying to help minimize the amount of <coughs> porn in google searches
1: uh let's see amber just checked in on the facebook live and said what did my ass walk into i'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. should have been here from the beginning amber it correct made a lot Listen, more sense no, in no, context. don't,
2: amber oh, we'll start from amber. The top. don't worry about it yeah
0: well Listen, let's just start over
2: amber <laughs> if your ass is walking by itself we had a whole amber amber
0: lindy was one of the guests oh, on our first oh, yeah, she's, been on so many of our, she's
2: been on a couple of our songs. She's, she's guested on a bunch
0: of our songs. Uh, okay.
2: Several of our music videos. Good. Don't worry. All you right. haven't lost a follower in that awful conversation we were having. <laughs> so uh, all, Amber all is future, a dear friend.
1: All future guests of Carquin Carney, I will be encouraged to watch or listen to this episode. Specifically, the microphone, microphone setup Brad has, because he sounds glorious like just you guys know what the key studio. is
0: you don't use you don't use the correct microphone you actually use a, a microphone that's designed to record guitars and you use it for your voice
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> love it. well heck i got a yeti
2: so does uh, T- touch your mic while you're recording but, it oh, cool did,
3: yeah,
0: yeah that, that is, is that good <laughs> that is a great silver lining of uh and, this quarantine has been getting sweet recording setups for all of us
1: and this is a good time to call it uh, handsome Naked, Handsomaked.com, the, the puppet centric new video. Uh charming for all ages, really. It's comfort food. Uh, <laughs> the serendipitous delight. The serendipitous delight <laughs> of handsome naked. I, I do want to thank everyone who's been watching. Um, say goodbye, puppets.
2: Bye, puppets. He oh. said goodbye to me. Oh, no. He didn't he was getting shy. He just said it in my ear. Uh, he late. said th- he said thank you, James. Oh, that's sweet. All right, I'm going to stop the Facebook Live. Thank Bye. You All right.